Welcome to Gen Z Girlies, the podcast designed specifically for Gen Z women and non-binary folk. This is the place where you can grow your confidence and learn about how to build careers and lives that you'll love. Here you can join a community where we sit down with other Gen Zers who are leveraging their interests and talents to make waves. I'm Maddie Baldwin, your host, your biggest supporter, and your advocate that whatever you can dream, you can do. And this, this is Gen Z Girlies. Hey, Gen Z girlies, welcome to another podcast episode. This is Maddie Baldwin, your host, and we are so excited today to have another amazing podcast guest with us today. She is going to talk about her career and life and photography and I think social media and freelancing and um, I don't even know what all else, but I'm excited to dive in and hear what she has to say. This has been a conversation I've been so excited about just for forever. Um, But I'll go ahead and let her introduce herself. So um, podcast guest, um, I'll let you just tell us your name. um, And then maybe just like give us like tell us like what you do, maybe like your job title, but then also in your own words, like what is that to you? Like because you might have a job title, but like how would you describe your job to someone else? Um, so yeah, if you want to just like kick us off with that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Maddie. I'm so excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this. Um, my name is Esther, like you said. Welcome, Esther. Um, thank you. My full name is Esther Ellen Flint, which kind of plays into things a little bit because I do business under Esther Ellen. So kind of my first and middle name is what I run with, but I am a... Which, like, rolls off the tongue also. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that worked out well. My parents my parents did well there. They did well. They knew. They said she will be starting a business. <laughs> they did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tried starting at a very early age. But, yeah, so I am a small business um, branding photographer. That's kind of the main umbrella that I work under. Okay. I do a lot of things in the creative sphere, um, some social media work, like you had mentioned, and photography in terms of like headshots. And I do a little bit of real estate photography, so um, a little more in the portrait slash commercial commercial field, um, and then design work as well. So that that's so <laughs> yeah. cool. So you have your hands in like a lot of different creative fields. Yeah. Yes. Are they all under like? Is the Esther Ellen brand, like, is that overarching over everything that you do? So, like, everything goes under that one brand or? Great question. Yes. Okay. So, originally when I started out back, like, in high school, I had yeah. Ellen Photography was my kind gotcha. of okay. handle. Yeah. yeah. And then as I started to do things outside of photography, a lot more, like, social media, graphic design, um, styling, things like that, I realized it can't fall under Ellen photography that just doesn't really like doesn't encompass quite, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just changed it to Esther Ellen, and then that's more of like a overarching. It covers design in all of those fields. So yeah, no, I love that. I, I think especially just realizing that like as you grow and get into like other bigger different fields, that your business can grow with you. Like you aren't stuck yes. just in how you start it. And I mean, like that's how I don't know. I feel like so many people, like myself included, we have this like feeling that like when we start out something it has to be like or not even perfect like it has Mm -hmm. to be perfect from the beginning but not even just that but that like when you start it you're stuck with it like for forever and it can't change and it will always be that and you can't like mold it to who you are but I love that like you talked about how yeah just like a little bit already about how you've been able to like transition that to kind of cover more of like what you're doing in your like your day-to-day and your job and everything, which I'm also super excited to sure. get into and talk about more, like what yeah, that looks like so in your exciting. life. Yeah, for sure. Um, before I jump into that, though, I think just so our audience also can maybe get a fuller picture of who Esther Flint is or like how you interact with the world in a way. If you are like, if you're looking at your life, career, life, mm-hmm. everything encompassed, what do you think is like, is there one aspect or like one thing that you feel describes you the best or that you feel is um like when you like see that thing you're like oh that's me that's what I do like is that your career is that your life is it a mix of both like if someone was thinking Esther Ellen or Esther Flint and you were like wanting to describe yourself to them like what would you tell them that you do yeah yeah for sure I think art just 
I know that's one word, but I think art no, kind of great. covers. <laughs> Simple, easy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it covers a lot. Yeah. So I think that definitely has bled into areas of my life just everywhere. And so even obviously people think art like more traditional, like, oh, art museums, painting, drawing, right. which definitely is part of it. Right. But I think every year as I get older, I find more fields and more people that do things in a creative or artistic sense. And I'm like, oh, wow, I love that too. So yeah, <laughs> even like coffee, people think like, oh, you know, Esther loves coffee. She's obsessed with coffee, but that's a whole art in itself that yeah. plays into art, you no, know? Like there's so many ways to be creative in the world. Yeah. And we don't need to, which I think is so funny that like when you're talking about like art and in creative fields, which is just a creative, our first instinct is so much of the time to just box ourselves in which is like yes. the opposite of creativity but that's just sometimes like what we even go to but yeah. you're so right that there's so many fields probably things that a lot of us don't even know yet or haven't been created like mm-hmm. I mean social media is new what is it it really came out like yeah that created a whole 15 years ago like that's pretty of... new yeah because it wasn't around I mean maybe a little bit but yeah super new yeah no super interesting just to talk about like how creativity just is you know throughout all of our lives but you're talking about how a little bit you started your you started with photography in high school and then you kind of like transitioned that to be other things and so like what has that journey I guess like looked like for you just like with how long you've done photography Mm -hmm. how long you've started other things um yeah, like what does that look like a little bit? Just yes. the, the condensed or long, but version. Overview of Yeah, everything. overview of your like career story, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it mainly started, I'm going to say 2015. I was going to look it up before this and I just didn't even. <laughs> 2015 well, you know. or 2016. <laughs> we just need an estimate. Yeah. Right. Somewhere yeah. around there. Um, so how old were you when, oh I mean, gosh, just now you're asking me math questions. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's 2022. I, um I think I started yeah. mainly freshman year of high school. Okay, that so was kind of fourteen ish. Yeah. Fourteen, fifteen ish. Thirteen. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I definitely I did photography starting from way younger than that. But I had like okay. a little tiny pink I think the brand was Polaroid, a little mini oh, Polaroid. I love that. It was digital, but it was very few megapixels. It was <laughs> Okay, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a ton of like I loved taking pictures of flowers. That was my oh, that's so yeah, sweet. landscape. I love that. that was because honestly the main reason I did that, like yeah, it was beautiful, but I was way too scared to take pictures of people. I yeah. thought that was the scariest thing you could possibly come up with. Because well, you have to like work with someone too, yeah. right? And you have to like interact. Whether there yeah. were friends or strangers, the idea I was just like, oh wow, like no, I'm I not know. That's the thing about art that's so hard is that so much of it is collaboration, yes. too. Oh, it's yeah. so much collaboration. Which is so interesting because you have, like, this idea in your mind of, like, what you want, but you yep. can't get that. You can't that. get there by yourself. Oh, which is Not so amazing but so frustrating. And Yeah. 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 But, For sure. Yeah, so, continue, sorry. No, you're good. That <laughs> little is, rabbit trail. I want to come back to that. Yes, yeah. we will. Yeah. <laughs> Bookmark that. But, yeah, so I started out doing that, and then – I slowly moved into where I was like, okay, I got older and I was like, I just need to push myself. Like I've got to take photos of people. So I used my sister because that was, she was always down. She was always down for photo shoots. And that gave me like the ultimate control over everything because I'm like, I love clothes. I love style. I love fashion. I have way too many, (laughs) way too many clothes. (laughs) But so I would just style her. She'd be like, yeah, do whatever you want. And so I'd pick her, I'd pick out my clothes for her to wear and um, pick locations and have you know, have my mom drive us places and do like little styled shoots. Right. Um, the first one I remember doing, it was in our backyard in Washington state. We had like this little kind of yellow shed slash barn in the backyard. And I was like, we need to do like a vintage look. So I had her in like a pearl necklace and a oh gown, her hair in like a low bun. And I edited them, you know, very like vintage or whatever. But I was, I don't know, maybe like 14 or something, but so that was kind of when I started, like, okay, I got to break into doing photographing people. Like, this is – it's scary, but there's so much more you can do with it. Yeah. Because with landscape, I mean, you can manipulate it a little bit. Like, oh, where are you going to shoot it from or things like that. But with portrait, there's just, like, it's endless. Yeah. So, yeah, so I moved into that, and then I got my first job, okay. which was in Indiana at a coffee shop, and it was a small business – it taught me so much. It was really hard work and 
the owners were just very like excellence was their top priority and everything. Yeah. And that was just not that I hadn't done things with excellence before. No, but you were probably one of the most <laughs> do things with excellence person I know. Yeah. But you know, just like in a structured job environment it becomes that was new. Like you're working for someone else. Yeah. You have other expectations to meet yep. besides your own. It becomes a little bit more stressful for yeah. sure. It yeah. was definitely stressful, but it was like I absolutely loved it. I fell into the world of coffee, and that was a whole thing. And like latte art. I actually art don't and... know if I realized you ever did coffee. Yeah, that's just so for cool. a little bit. But yeah, no, it I stuck love with that. Me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I did that, and I absolutely loved it. And then I moved into working for a bridal shop. Okay. And um, that was through a friend, and so that's that's another thing I was going to bring up later, but just like the collaboration, the friendship, the connections, and. Absolutely loved that. I did a lot of social media work. Okay. Um, yeah. Just not even as part of the job description, like just for fun. Just, just for fun. <laughs> yeah. That's when it was, you know, the owners. Just like starting out. Yeah. yeah. It's a generational yeah. thing. Sometimes they're like, they don't even, I'm like, do you have an Instagram? Do you have and like, What's I Instagram? don't know. Like, you know, <laughs> I would redesign flyers for them. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Stuff like that. And so, yeah, I moved from there into, oh gosh, what came after that? Well, I did a couple of like work for different small businesses. And then I had like one job in there that was for, a larger company that wasn't a small business. And through all of that, I just kind of found out that I just love small businesses. That's like my passion. Mm. And I love learning about how they operate. I love meeting the owners. Um, I love the day-to-day things. Um, and so that's kind of how I moved more into branding photography right. and small business photography versus like weddings or, you know, different things like that. So that's so cool, Esther. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. that brings you up to date a little bit on everything. Well, that's, like, so cool just to hear a little bit about, like, the overview of how you got to your position that you're in now. And I love hearing about how you worked at, like, a coffee shop for a little bit and then kind of, like, moved up from there. So I know that you've just, like, had to kind of be, like, super self-motivated and getting yourself from beginning to where you're at now and that you've had, like, a little bit of work just kind of along the way. Um, Do you think there's anything specific that allowed you to, like, kind of climb up that way or was it just really like self-motivation or did you have anyone in your life that really spoke that way or what kind of was there anything yeah that like led you to be able to pursue what you've been pursuing I think it's definitely the people around me that have helped a ton yeah it is a challenge just because I love having clear set out goals I love a good checklist I love knowing if I do x y and z then I have reached the mark I need to reach and then I can then exceed that mark because I know where the mark is you know right right right. but when you're doing it yourself you kind of have to set all of that just on your own initiative and so I think it's easy to go on one of either sides you can either do way too much or you can not do enough and then you're never going to reach um you know what your goals are where you want to be at so um my husband had a little bit of a large part in kind of pushing me to go full-time but really everyone did. My family, my friends, they would always be like, so when are you going to, like, when are you going to go full time? Right. I'm always like, well, you know, like now it's just not, it just didn't feel like the right time. Um, so it definitely helped to have them pushing for that. But also, like, it's amazing to have that support system and have people believing in you and pushing you and encouraging you. But Absolutely. Do you I feel like to... it ever felt like the right time? Or did yeah. you just kind of have to do it at some point? Yeah, I it think, I think right. it did. Okay. I just was finally like, okay, well, you know, I'm... And for some people I know, they're like, okay, I need to save up X, Y, and Z, and then I'm going to make a break for it or whatever. And I was kind of just like, well, I I just need to go now or never. Right. Because yeah. every year that goes by, I'm just going to get more, you know, life just gets. It just it pulls you in one direction. All yeah. of a sudden, you're on a different branch of the river than you thought you were going to be, but yeah. you've just been going down the current. Yeah. yeah. And absolutely. there's just more, I think more responsibilities go on as you get older. So I'm like, right now. I'm so privileged to be like, okay, let's say everything hits the fan and right. none of this works out and all of the people that I've worked with decide they never want to work with me again. You Which know? is not going to happen. Well, but Yeah, okay, but like yeah, worst yeah, case yeah. scenario, worst you know, case, in your yeah. mind. I'm like, okay, well, I can just go back to, you know, I can find another small business. Like I know that I have the skills that if I needed to jump back in, I could. So, yeah, absolutely. you know, why yeah. not put everything out there now and at least go for it? And so then I know I've tried. Yeah, no, that's great. And so... I know that you said, like, you just, like, went full-time, like, freelance, like, within, like, it was pretty recently, right? Or February. Like, February. Yeah. Okay, so, like, that's, February what, what eight months ago-ish? About that, yeah. That's so exciting. What was that process like for you? Some, like, from moving to have done it, like, part-time or on the side, like, what did that look like to go freelance full-time? Like, if someone's interested in 
doing that, like yes. what's like a first step or a first couple steps I need to take to get there? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely been very different from doing it part time. Okay. Okay. I think I really started probably junior year of high school is when I started really like, okay, I need to just tar- charge people for sessions. I need yeah. to have rates. I need to, you know, I need to have an email. I need to be, you know, all the business and side of things. And that's like kind of difficult. I think just even with like, there's so much imposter syndrome now mm-hmm. just in the world and in Gen Z especially, but just, or even not even just Gen Z, but just starting out in things to be like, yeah. I'm good enough to charge people for this or like, I can't just do this for free. Right. That's a whole barrier in itself. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And even to charge enough, like it's, it's one barrier to start charging. You feel like, oh my goodness, like I just wish I could do it for free, especially if there are people, you know, you know, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. But then once you break over that hurdle, there's just more because it's like, okay, then you realize suddenly, wait a minute, I have all these business expenses. Right. I can't cover those. And then you're like agonizing. Then you raise it again, you know, and you feel like, oh my gosh, it's so expensive. But then you look around, you know, there's always going to be people charging more than you. Exactly. There's always going to be people charging less than you. So you really just have to kind of do your own cost Go of doing business. It. Yeah. Set no, your own I parameters. Guess that's like definitely true. And like, so, I mean, I think in a, like a little bit of a different way, but similarly, um, just with like, even like jumping from how much you charge, but like in my case, like what I, like my experience of like that kind of, that idea is seeing salaries is Mm -hmm. that for a while I was like, my salary is like, oh my gosh, like that, like such a good salary. And then I've started working in this new industry and I see like what the baseline salary is that they make. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that kind of salary, like, you know that it exists, you know, but it's not tangible or realistic Mm -hmm. until you you see other people doing it or you're around that kind of people or like with setting your own prices you get to that point and you're like, oh, this actually isn't crazy. Like, I have these business expenses. I have to cover it. Like, it feels like a lot, but you're like, it's actually super reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. And I think that's something Gen Z yeah. is really good about is once they realize where the bar is at and where things should be, mm. if it's not where it needs to be, they're like, absolutely not. They're like, like we're raising out. it. Yeah. yeah. We're either Which raising I, it or if you're not going to yep. raise it, then I'm going to find someone else that's going to raise Which it. Which I think is honestly a really cool marker of Gen Z. Yes. Um, and because I think that a lot of other generations um, – don't have that as much and I think that's where we've seen a lot of like corporate culture just people with burnout and not getting paid right and working mm-hmm. crazy amounts of overtime for and really not being worth it um yeah, yeah so I think that's like a really cool trend we're seeing I think it brings a little bit of power back to for sure like employees instead of just these huge corporations which and I think there is of course with anything a balance you know like I mean yeah. and that I mean that's to go without saying I mean there, there's room where you need to be like, yes. okay, well, I can do a little bit extra here. You know, of course, but you should also be getting paid. Anyways, yeah, oh, like you were sure, saying, yeah. yeah. Just, I don't know. I think I actually really admire that about Gen Z. And just, I always thought it was really funny. I think, re- what was it? It was probably like a couple months ago, or I was on TikTok, I think, but all these TikToks would come up where they'd be like, I think it was people talking about, like, they were joking, but, like, yeah. really love Gen Z because they were, like, they were, like, Gen Z, Gen Z will just quit. They'll just walk out that day. Yep. <laughs> and I was, like, okay, well, I mean, that's obviously, like. <laughs> it can be the, a pro and a Yeah, that's, like, yeah. obviously the extreme of it. But right. I'm, like, but it is true. Like, it, I mean, we know how to ask for what we want. And, like, I think that's good. Or if we don't know yet, we're learning, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is you owe it not just to yourself, but you mainly mm. owe it to the people around you yeah. to be charging what you need to charge and putting out the level of work that you need Absolutely. to be putting out. Because that inspires other people to reach that same level, and it also makes it makes you feel okay about doing that. Exactly. Because, yeah. Yeah. So when you hear, like, oh, so-and-so's salary is X, Y, and Z, and they're in my field, and I'm qualified – and, you know, maybe you're not going to go in and demand, like, I need my salary raised or whatever. No, but no, no, no. it's going to inspire you to be like, I can reach that. That's attainable. Yeah. And that's reasonable. It gives you that. No, that yeah. definitely that, like, knowledge of that. And then also, I think, I mean, what I found in my life, too, is when I feel that I'm being paid fairly, like, whatever that means, I want to do better work. I work Absolutely. harder. I give better quality. I'm like, oh, I feel valued and appreciated yes. because of this. I'm going to work hard for them. I'm going to, I just think it's like a round circle. Like, let's just, I mean, it feels basic, but like, let's all just like give the other person what's due. I mean, that feels like basic level, but apparently it's something we've had to learn, but I love that it's, yeah. Anyways, coming up in culture more. Oh yeah, Um, for sure. That was a little bit of a rabbit trail. You were going on what you need to do just to go freelance. Oh yes. (laughs) Going full time. (laughs) Sorry about that. Yeah. No, I think that was really valuable. Um, Going full time slash freelance. 
I think if that's your goal and that's something that you want to move towards, just making sure that you're using the time um, up until that point to build a portfolio okay. that really screams what you want to be going into. Would you say your portfolio is like one of the big like building blocks of you yes. moving freelance, like being able to show people your work? Yes. Okay. That, that Was that all work you had done for free or just like past things you had done? No. I would say most of it was paid, okay. but that was because I only took on clients. I got to a point where... I think it's always been a little bit of this. I don't like to take on work if I'm not inspired or, you know, if it's not something that I truly believe in. Right. And so I think that's a huge benefit of working for yourself is, Mm -hmm. and it's a benefit not just to yourself, but probably even more so to the client. Because if you go to someone who say, hey, I really don't think that I'm going to be a great fit for you, but I can recommend X, Y, and Z this is really more in their field, they would love to help you with this. Because then your portfolio is protected. You're doing work that really represents your style and what you love. And then the client is getting someone that represents them really well. Um, So obviously when you start out, sometimes you have to take work that doesn't always do that. But if you aren't full-time yet, then you do have the flexibility. Yeah, you have the flexibility to only take on stuff that really aligns with what you want to do. Um, so yeah, I would say that. And okay. then also I seriously upgraded my gear okay. right before I went full time. Okay. So like an invest, some investment pieces. Yes. Okay. I put a lot of money into, I put a significant, probably most of my So savings. when you're freelance, I mean, and I think that this is true and I think most people know this, but you provide all the equipment. Like when you show up somewhere, you, you do all that. For the most part. Okay. Yes. Okay. I mean, you can obviously rent out another studio. Oh, okay. You don't have to okay. like have yeah, your yeah, own yeah, studio, yeah. but in terms of like. I guess this this applies for any sort of freelancing right, field. If you're right. a graphic designer, like you need to make sure you have all of the softwares that you need, that you have all the storage that you need to back things up, you know, that you have whatever software that you're going to send the finished product to the client. Your computer needs to be reliable. Like like all of that needs to yeah. already be. Yeah. No, that's a really Which good point. Yeah. You can do a lot with less. I think I used my like initial um, DSLR camera for years Mm -hmm. absolute years like when everyone else had upgraded to other stuff I was still shooting and I was still getting paying clients so there wasn't really a reason for me to go out when I was part-time and spend a bunch of money like at that point that wasn't something you committed to doing full-time right right but then once you feel like you've maxed out with your equipment I think that's the point where you have to be ready to like invest in yourself even when it's scary and you know pay people to help you with x y and z and do that kind of thing in order to break through to what you want to do whether it's full-time um, or yeah. Yeah, no. And I think it's really, I mean, just with how you were talking about being really specific about the clients that you choose just for, I mean, really in the long run for their benefit, but also for yours. Um, I think that's really admirable just in how you work as well. Did you ever, have you ever felt like you've had to kind of contend like in that way with like having like a scarcity mindset of clients? Like, has it ever been like really hard for you to like turn away clients or has it been pretty easy or how have you dealt with that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> cause I think that a lot of times, like I think it's super admirable, but and like, I think you were yeah. saying like, at the beginning, but I can just see where if I was in your position, mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, I just w- want to get as many clients as possible. Like mm-hmm. I'm nervous about turning them away and then I'm not going to have anyone else, but yeah. Yeah. Which definitely I've heard that from a lot of different people personally. I think I kind of went the opposite extreme okay. direction, okay. which isn't good either, but I would, especially like while I was in college, if pe- people would reach out to me, I was not advertising myself pretty much at all. Right. I'd post some photos on Instagram yeah. of work I had done, but I was not doing any sort of like intentional marketing, marketing or anything. and being like, yeah. book me, you know, like I'm open this month, book me, yada, yada. And People would reach out just because they'd seen my work or they found me on Instagram. They'd be like, hey, like, really want engagement pictures or can you shoot portraits for us? Or And probably eight times out of ten, I would say no because I was either right. stressed and busy because yeah. I didn't have time for of it. Of course, yeah. Or it wasn't – I didn't feel like it was an exact fit of what I right. wanted to do. Um, and so I reached a point where I was like, I'm saying no way too many times. Mm. Like, I can't – I need to be saying yes more. And even if it's if even if I don't feel like it's going to be exactly what I want, um, these people are coming to me because they love my work, and it's my job to create that look for them. That's why they're coming to me. Hmm. If they're if they're coming to me for that, right, right, right. Yeah. So it's not like some people would come to me for graduation pictures, and that's not like my main. Thing. Right. I don't think. Yeah. No one's like, oh my gosh, SRL and yeah. like 
graduation photos for sure. Right. But they would come because they wanted more of a styled look. Okay. They didn't want yeah. the like average. They're like, oh yeah, I really want like intentional. Like, can you help me pick my outfits out? Can we do multiple locations? That kind of thing. So I think I had to lean more into saying yes more often. Interesting. And okay. No, working that's like it cool into to my hear, vision. Yeah. Yeah. About, like how you've built that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so I don't know. Yeah. Almost, which is a huge blessing. Huge, huge, huge. Since I've gone full time. I honestly have not taken a break. I really have. I, that is, is true. Everyone who's listening, she does not stop working. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah you would know. But, um, yeah, so, which, but the thing is, I don't have a scarcity mindset because if it comes, let's say I hit December and I yeah. have no clients, no jobs, like, let's say from December to March, if we're being extreme, what an incredible opportunity for me to work on all of the back end stuff that I have stored up in my head that I haven't even gotten to touch. Yeah. Like I can revamp my website. I can work on my marketing. I can reach out to past clients and do like sweet things for them um, to kind of like round out their experience with me. So I think, yeah, no, that, you know, t- that I don't totally know if that makes, makes sense. And I think like with you talking about just being so selective though, that probably does like just protect your peace of mind and like your stress level and like lets you yeah. create like what you want to create. Cause I mean, there's yeah. one thing to like fill your schedule, but then you're so stressed out and so busy, which I honestly probably could learn this from you a little bit. Cause I do this sometimes, but then I feel like I've overextended myself mm-hmm. and then I'm not quite doing everything. I don't love everything that mm-hmm. I'm doing. Um, so I think it's kind of outer mold, like well, that you've you. done. You're yeah, saying. no, definitely. <laughs> it's a work yeah. in progress. But. Yeah. And I think also like what I'm hearing from you too is just like through that is that freelancing is totally attain like obtainable like it's not yes. insane um like you do yes. have to prepare like maybe you have to work a year and you save up or mm-hmm. um like 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 you said like if you have an extreme in December to March you don't have clients but yeah if you have three four months of income saved up mm-hmm. you're fine right yeah it's just like and like especially like when you start getting paying clients like you'll get that it might just yeah. take a year or two to like fully be able to go for sure. But it, it's not crazy. Yeah. Not at all. I don't Which, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I ever, people like my family a lot or people will ask me, they're like, is this, was this your goal career? It's like, is this what you, right. are you yeah. happy? They're always like, you know, people want to make sure that you're happy. People love you. Like, is this your, like, is this what you really want to be doing? Like, yeah. Is this, you know? And honestly, I always just say, I didn't even know it was possible. Like mm. when I was younger, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Yeah. And then I realized, okay, wait, the fashion industry is like a, a little lot. rough. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. And you know, if I'm like, I get stressed out easily yeah. and I want more creative freedom and that's something that's a little bit harder to achieve. No, definitely. There, but I just didn't even know that full time photography, like I would just think wedding photographer. Right. You know? And you I was like, really I know I'm not. about the other. Yeah. Exactly. Like we were that's talking about earlier. About. You box yourself in, you have this yes. idea in your mind, and you're like, well, photography, wedding, you know. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you do. Is it like brand editorial? Is that what you said you do? Oh, I love doing editorial stuff, but okay. mainly, yeah, branding. Okay, but like branding and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, that's a whole other side of photography that mm-hmm. most, I mean, you might not even think about when you're thinking, yeah. oh, I could do this full time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But oh. it's definitely attainable. No, yes. that's so cool. I don't know, just here, because I mean, I mean, I've just different, like, I'm not necessarily freelance, but yeah. Um, I guess I do freelance a little bit. You do, for sure. Yeah, okay. I was talking about that with someone <laughs> you else. You do a lot of things, Maddie. I was talking about that with someone else, I think, on another episode, but mm-hmm. um, slight, slightly different, but just the realization. I realized, I mean, like, last week or two weeks ago, Yeah. that I can't remember why I was thinking about this. I think I always, like, I have enough jobs right now, and I love the jobs I have right now, so I'm not looking, but I think I just have old LinkedIn job alerts still, like, on my mm-hmm. email, so sometimes someone will come up, and I'll just be like oh, that's interesting. And then I'll like, you know, just like look at it. Yeah. Um, So I think I was just like looking at that for that. But I had this realization like two weeks ago that I was like, Maddie, you're not entry level anymore. Yeah. And I've been like thinking of myself as like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm entry level. I'm entry level. Like I'm just starting out. And I'm like, you're not. Yeah. Um, Which is just a wild realization for me to kind of have Um, and kind of like empowering too. Because I was like, oh my gosh, like I can actually start asking for more. Yeah. (laughs) Like I have some experience. I've done like a lot of cool things. And I just think that, I guess this probably goes into like imposter syndrome, like a little bit. Um, And even that I didn't necessarily feel like I was having imposter syndrome, Mm -hmm. but I just don't think I was giving myself the credit, you know, where you need to give it to yourself sometimes where I was like, cause I was thinking about like a lot of the jobs I'd done. I've been like, well, that was, you know, like I did that, but like you downplay it. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. it's not really experience. I mean, it's just something I did, you know? And yeah. I'm like, no, I'm like that. 
that was experience. You learned a lot. Anyways, but yeah, you got to remind yourself for sure. The table. Yeah. <laughs> go. Sometimes you have to go through all of your accomplishments and kind of tell them to yourself because you get to where you think. Yeah, you look around other people and you're like, oh my goodness, they are so qualified. Yeah, their and work like, is incredible. I've done the same thing as them. Yeah, yeah. you're on the same level. You're on the same level. Mm-hmm. You get into the same level. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, I just think that is something that, especially with so many people in Gen Z beginning careers, starting mm-hmm. careers, is just to like give yourself the credit where it yeah. is. Whether it's your first internship, that's experience for sure. Whether, like whether it's your first job, that's experience. Even like, volunteer experience. Even exactly volunteer yeah. experience. It's the same thing as an inter- internship, just with yeah. a different title. Like yeah. you can own it. Yeah. Um, I just think that's always a big thing. Like, yeah, use your resume. Like, for sure. Use Read it. over it for yourself exactly. if you have to. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly how I feel. Like, that can get you jobs. Don't feel like oh, you're... Yeah. Don't feel like you're over-talking yourself. You're not. That's what you do on a resume. Yep. Yeah. If anything, a, you're probably under-talking exactly, yourself. Over, because yeah, exactly. you don't know how to, like, describe, describe all of the it. work that you've put into it. Yeah. I have, like, I think every time I write a resume, I always have... I can't remember what website it's called, but it's one I go to, and it's, like action verbs mm-hmm. and it's for like everything if it's like you handled a project and then it has like a bunch of different action verbs I love it because I feel yes. like it just makes which, I mean I don't change anything except the action verb but it sounds right. so much better when I'm I don't know like I say I like spearheaded a project rather than like you spearheaded oh, many projects I led a project you know yeah. it sounds a little better for sure um, yeah but I mean I think just talking about like giving ourselves the credit and what we've done and everything. So, like, with you freelancing and photo- photography and everything you've done, what do you think is, like, your favorite thing about your career? Like, your favorite thing you get to do, but then also, what's the hardest? Like, if you could take one thing out of your job that you never want to do ever again, <laughs> what would that be? No, I yeah. should just start with that one. <laughs> um, my favorite thing is definitely the planning work that goes okay. into every shoot. Yeah. Because... I think if you don't, what is it? What's the term? Um, plan. Arrange. Prepare to plan prepare, prepare or plan. plan to fail or something like that. Okay. I didn't I say that know, right. But <laughs> you know what I'm I, about. I think we got the picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fail to plan. Fail to plan. No. If you don't plan, if yeah. you, if you, I don't know. Fail, fail to plan. <laughs> I didn't re- think we're through that. We're going to roll with it. Fail and plan are correlated. Like, at the end, we'll, yes. add, we'll look it up and find maybe. The inspo quote, Yeah. Anyway, direct correlation between planning and failure okay. is the main takeaway from that. Okay. But yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. So that's my favorite part is like making inspo boards. Um, I always ask people, I'm like, hey, do you have any inspo pictures? Send them over. My Pinterest is exploding with, I have like a board for every single shoot and I love that. And I'll get inspo photos and then um, sometimes the client will have their own props, which is amazing. It's great. And that's exactly yeah. what they want. Um, but if they don't, then I run and get those and make sure that I'm bringing those. And I always, if possible, try to go to the location beforehand and like check on lighting. I'm always on my weather app, making sure I'm like, okay, where's the sun going to be? What's the weather? Yeah. Um, and keeping them updated on that and picking out outfits. And so, yeah, the styling aspect is definitely my favorite. And then, um, going through photos afterwards because I feel like every shoot, al- almost every shoot I do, the most recent one is my favorite because I'm like, oh my goodness, this You're turned like, this out so, so well. Fun, so cool. Yeah. So, which is exciting um, because there's always more to learn. So, yeah. it would make sense. Hopefully, every most recent shoot, you're feeling you're like, like, oh, I figured this out. Or, yeah. Like, this worked so well. Yeah. Yeah. No. Something new. That's a great perspective just to have on like life. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're always learning. You always can do something different and better. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you think you've maxed out and you're like, oh, I'd, like, I do my best on every shoot. You're wrong. Yeah. yeah. You should probably <laughs> look into that. way, you're yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably look into that. But um, the most difficult part or the part that I wish that I could, I don't know if I'd say I wish I could get rid of it. I think that I I just really enjoy business stuff as well. Yeah. I really love I minored in business, and I wish, honestly, I had taken more marketing classes and um, done more into that. Like, consumer behavior is so fascinating to me. But... Sometimes when you have so much, I mean, you only have so many hours, right, right in the day. Right, right. And so you're trying to do the creative aspect of things because that's what you do and that's your individual, like, stamp of style. But you have, like, emails to write and you got to, you know, you're responding to booking inquiries and you're fixing bugs on your website and all, of, like, the administrative part of it. Or, you know, you're depositing checks, you're sending out invoices, you're sending invoice reminders, you're going over contracts, that kind of stuff can sometimes just take 
a very long time. Right. So that's when I'm like, oh, I need to be editing so-and-so's gallery, but, but I can't. But you have to do all of this. Yes, yeah. because I'm, you know, amending this contract or trying to get a location permit. Um, but, I mean, I really enjoy it. I just would definitely, I mean, at some point in the future, hopefully I'm going to outsource a little bit of that. Yeah, but, I was going to ask, do you do you see your, your, like, freelancing, like, business ever growing? Like, would you ever... I mean, this is a big question, so you might not know. I love it. Hit me with it. Yeah. Do you think of, like, would you think you would ever, like, add someone to your team? Or would you, like, eventually, like, like Esther Ellen to be, like, a whole branding studio? I don't know, like, what your yeah. future of what you think would be. But do you see, yes. like, um, growth and scaling in the future or kind of sticking with what you have? I would love to grow it for sure. Um, there's a girl... She, or I say an artist, her name is Karen Rosalie. She okay. runs Rosalie Agency. She does more product photography, specifically cosmetics. She shoots for, like, Sephora brands specifically. But And so she has houses that she has purchased and designed the entire interior. So not only does she have her oh, own wow. studio. Right. Not only does she have her own studio, but she also rents it out to other brands to come in and shoot their campaigns That's there. That's such a cool idea. I, yeah. And at this point, she's just creative director. Yeah, she used so to she do just, all of the yeah. photography. Like, she would do one-week turnaround times, which blows my mind. She's so talented. Yeah. Like, she would work day and night. She would get things out to clients within seven days, which is, wow. Wow. But <laughs> anyway, so she's creative director now, and she has people on her team that do video because video is huge right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would love to grow Esther so cool. and somewhat similarly, but really my goal would be to have an assistant to do administrative stuff. <laughs> and yep. then to have someone to partner with that does um, video but short-term-wise, I'm really trying to grow a list of people, other creatives that I can collaborate with on shoots, like makeup artists, models, um, hairstylists, things like that. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really – oh, I just love talking about, like, scaling and growing. Yes, and I'm, like, asking more everything. questions. Yeah. Yes, no, that's so great. <laughs> I love it. Um, so looking – okay, so we talked about the future a little bit. Not looking – I guess kind of looking into the past. Looking into the recent-ish past, mm -hmm. do you have a favorite – I know you said, like, every time you do one, it's yes. your favorite. But, like, yeah. when you're looking over your whole collection, do you have, like, a favorite shoot that you did or something? like? Or, it's going to be my most recent one. Okay. It should not be a broken record, but it's so accurate. No, it's okay. What was it? I did a shoot on the Indiana Dunes with a boutique called Ella James. Okay. I absolutely adore them. I've also seen these pictures, and they're breathtaking. Thank yeah. you. So, you're I so agree. Sweet. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> you're so sweet. I have a bunch more. I'm waiting to share them. Um, technically, I mean, obviously, I own copyright to all of my images, and... Um, clients understand that I share them on my socials, but I always kind of try to watch their feeds and see what they've shared. Because I don't want to, you know, that's their right. that's their shiny yeah. new, those are their campaign photos, those are their, you know, images for their new collection. So I kind of want them to, like, post have some the, of them. Have their moment. Yeah, yeah have their moment yeah. and then share mine afterwards. But, yeah, I absolutely, the owner is incredible. One of my really good friends works there. Um, and the designers they carry, I love their clothes. It's so that. dangerous for me. Yeah, every time I go there for like photos or a shoot, You're I like, walk oh, out with like. Yeah. I'll just get a couple things while I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really, really, it was a challenging shoot. There was a lot of, a lot of wind on the beach okay. and a lot of biting flies, which I've never experienced biting flies. Oh my gosh! But we all, I mean, we all pushed through. They and you pushed survived. Through. You got amazing photos. Yeah. Worth it in the end. Oh, so much fun. Yeah, it was no, perfect. Absolutely. So I know that, like, I think you just told us like, a little bit. Like, you walked us through your, like, planning process and then mm -hmm. what that, like, that shoot was kind of entailed a little bit. But so, like, when someone's thinking or, like, when you're thinking, if someone who's listening is really interested in photography or not even just photography but branding or, so, like, what you do, freelance, mm -hmm. um, what does, like, a day-to-day -day look like for you? Like, if you're just having a regular day or a day of a shoot, like, what does that look like? Like, what could someone expect to do? on a day, daily basis if they were going into what you do, which I'm sure that you have a huge variety of what your days look like, but maybe <laughs> like what your most basic day yes. is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I have no idea how this compares to other, I, okay. every freelancer I know is so different and some people are really structured okay. with it. I think that's people, great to note as well. Yeah. That you can make it what you need it to oh, be. Oh yeah. It yeah. could be totally different than everything that I say. It could be the opposite, but um, I, so I'm a late night owl. Okay. I really, I'm typically up late. I typically sleep in a little bit and get started a little bit slower. And like, I'm always like, I'll make a smoothie or something. And then I have a room in my apartment that's my office. 
And sometimes I'll work in there. Other times I'll work at a coffee shop because I love, like, I'm like, okay, I got to get out of the house today. Love a good coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. But so I spend a lot of time on my phone and my laptop. A ton. Okay. I would say 80% of what I do is on my laptop. Okay. And that's a mix of planning, um, the administrative side of things, editing, um, socials, any sort of design work. Um, so yeah, a lot of time on the computer. Um, most of the time I'm working on other people's socials and not my own. <laughs> so if you're like, wow, Esther hasn't posted I'm like, you know, it's like she is posting. Just I'm posting for other people's. Yeah. yeah. So either that, um, most of the time I'm always checking up on my invoices, making sure that those are sent out. Um, and people are being reminded emails take a while, um, do that. And then, yeah, either editing or responding to people. My favorite days are running out and getting props for things um, oh, or doing things like that. that. Oh, I love that, like running errands. I'm like, oh, okay, I need to get flowers. I need to get this sort of fabric. I need to get this. Um, or sometimes I've done a lot of traveling recently, so sometimes I'm just on the road. Yeah. But, well, I mean, that sounds like a pretty sweet lifestyle, Esther. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's yeah. good to hear that, like, I think the worst thing, I mean, for me at least, would be – it would be awful to hear if you're doing freelance and you didn't like it. I feel like if you do freelance, you have to love what you do. Yes. Um, yeah. Like, it's Which hard. Yeah. I think it's good. It's totally fine to do it and realize that it's not right, everything you want. Right, right, right. Which I think yeah. a lot of people, I've even seen, like, especially, like, with Gen Z, sometimes people, that's, they're like, oh, I want to be an influencer or I want to be like TikTok full time and all of this, which is phenomenal. And a lot mm-hmm. of people do it and love it. Some people do it and they're, and they're like, like, this is not, this is overwhelming. Yeah. Because really, honestly, your work is on 24 seven. Yeah. It really just is. And so some people, a nine to five is amazing because you do your work, you clock out and then. And then really, you're good. You can live your yeah. life. Yeah. No, I definitely yeah. agree. Yeah. I was listening to this. I actually think I heard this. Two, it was a while ago, two, three years ago. Um, but there is a podcast I haven't listened to in a while, but that I really loved for a while. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's Jenna Kuchers, the yes. gold digger. Okay. Oh, I love her podcast. Love her podcast. Um, love but it. she had one episode. I honestly, it was so long ago, I don't even remember what it was about. But uh, she said something that really stuck out to me. Um, and then I, I've just, I tell it to people all the time. And like, I use it myself that I've like, loved. And I think it's kind of similar that I think it's so easy especially like in freelance careers too or like mm-hmm. people that are really famous or really big or have like so much going on you know that mm-hmm. um it's so easy to um like see what they're doing and just feel I mean I guess just like jealousy like in general yeah. um but that like within that um she she had this quote that she was like whenever I'm feeling like whenever I see someone that has something like a career that I want or something that I want that I don't have. And I'm like feeling like, I guess like a little bit of jealousy or I'm feeling like a little bitter about it. She's like, what I'll do is I sit down and I like, um, write their job, like on a piece of paper. And she's like, and then she says, and then what I do is I, or maybe I can look at their Wikipedia page or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I w- walk through all the steps, everything they had to do to get to where they are. And she's like nine out of 10 times I can look at them and realize I'm not willing to do that. That is so good. Yeah, like that's like I'm not willing to take those steps. And she's like, and after that, you feel so much better, and you can applaud them, and like right. realize all the work they put into it. And you're like, okay, well, I'm not willing to do that, so I yeah. can't have that. And like, it's a little bit more logic instead of just being like, oh, like why do they, mm-hmm. why did they get that? They've what have they just done? Breaking it down. They've actually done so, so much work you don't see in everything. Yeah. yeah I don't know. So I, I love that. Yeah. She's so good. That, yeah, she's that's so great. Good. Yeah, it was just something that was always like a little bit, it was just helpful for me as well, just with seeing things where I was like, oh, okay, that makes so much sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like they've done so much work on that yeah. end for sure. Um, Yeah, so just like, I guess, with your career and like talking about everything that you've done and the place that you're at now, would – if you knew where you were going to be at today, um, mm-hmm. doing what you're doing, would you take the same path to get there? Would you take a different path? Like, if someone's embarking on the same path, would you tell them, do something different? Or, yeah, I mean, I, it sounds like you love where you're at, but if you had the choice, would you be somewhere else? Or what would mm-hmm. that look like? Like, what, yeah, with your path, would you change it? Would you keep it the same? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that something that was really huge for me was making sure I decided early on that all the jobs that I was going to try to apply for and to work at to have at least an aspect of them be something that I was really passionate and interested in. Right. Which took a bunch of different forms. Um, but I think if you're and, – and a lot of times that meant lower pay. That meant drastically lower pay. You know, it's right. like $9 an hour instead of, you know, you have friends making 15 or 16. It's 
dollars an hour. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's like short term, you really, really could use that money and you probably should not be working a job that's paying you next right. to nothing. Yeah. But you're, the skills that you're gaining from it long term are worth so much more. Worth maybe so much than, more. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. So I think that that, I would definitely do everything again because I think that it really, it really pays off. Yeah. And I think it will continue. I think it's barely even started to pay off. I think, you know, yeah. I think my forties will probably be my prime. <laughs> I'm not even there yet, but yeah. and I'm I mean, just a baby. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. And I think it's good also to like to acknowledge that your job didn't happen overnight too. Like you've been working on this for years and yeah, like that takes so much self-motivation. Um, and that's like really impressive as oh, well. Thank you. It's yeah. in its baby stages. It's no. barely, I've barely even she started. Says it's baby stages. Meanwhile, it's... she has literally a crazy roster no. of like clients. And no, that's way, <laughs> Maddie is exaggerating. No, but. she asked her. Okay, well, maybe we'll, I don't know. We'll have to do some kind of maybe like a TikTok video or like an Instagram story. And we can have people decide. Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> like, you're sweet. What, what do we think? Um so that's just, it's so great, Esther, I think, to hear about, like, your freelance career and, like, how that's really just panned out for you just in how you've made that happen and, like, just, like, the self-motivation and all that you've had to put in, like, into that. And I think that with just Gen Z today, too, especially, um, we are moving, like, slowly towards a world where freelancing and, like, no 9 to 5 and remote is becoming so much more normalized and such Mm -hmm. like more of a thing and I think a lot of that's probably come from I mean we just have even new jobs than we used to have like influencer like that's new within the last five years or so like maybe a little bit more than that but like that's a new job we have new things that are popping up all the time um just in relation to the world and career and what career will like will look like for Gen Z like where do you think we're headed um do you see any big surprises coming on the horizon or um, what do you think the, the future of Gen Z career looks like? It's so you? different, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's different, different now and it's clearly going in a whole different direction too. Yeah. And I think being remote is a huge part of that. And since obviously COVID happened and so a lot of people went remote and the offices shut down right. and that was just completely changed. Obviously there was people remote before, right? but it wasn't the same on the same scale. It's on a huge... A huge new scale now. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that is huge because it offers more of like a fluid work environment for people. And so I think that is just in the creative world. Even if you're not in a creative job, if you have more flexibility in your workspace, that's going to pull more creativity out of you. And you're going to be able to cultivate different areas of your life that maybe if you were in your cubicle, which I love a good office, you might not be getting, you know? Right, right. So I think the future of that is really more like fluid like co-working spaces and your coworkers are just people that are in your similar field that you're friends with that you meet up with over you know a drink and talk about things and stuff like that so I just think it's going to be a lot more fluid and less I don't know a little less of like typical structure that we're used to yeah no that definitely makes sense um so I mean like with that turn of a whole new I mean not really like a whole new career thing but like just the world looking at career a little bit Mm -hmm. differently do you have any advice for, like, Gen Zers who are just starting their career, just starting to, like, try to find footholds and get in there? Like, what is something, I guess, that maybe is a new thing that you would, like, advise them to, like, cultivate in their lives? Or, um, yeah, like, what advice would you give to people just looking to start yes. getting into careers or navigating their career field now? Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely start before you think you're ready. And even if you have what you have, you think is not even remotely close to where it needs to be. Um, obviously we've talked about social media, we've talked about the internet and how that's just revolutionized everything, but it also kind of evens the playing field. You know, you can't look at something and think, oh, like this field is so oversaturated. Even if you look at influencers, right? Yeah. Now people are like, oh, you know, I started 10 years ago and that's how I made my huge break because there was less of us or whatever. It doesn't matter how many people are in the field that you want to go into. It's not oversaturated because you're not in it yet and you bring something to the table that no one else has because yeah. obviously you have your own unique perspective and viewpoint. Yeah. So just using that to build a portfolio to bring it back to a portfolio, but yeah, no, no, work on great. things that you're passionate about, even if it's not paid, collaborate with people through social media, um, through relationships, um, and just have something that you're proud of that represents what you want to do. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I think just like with talking about how career is like becoming, I mean, it's becoming more remote and like, build up like what you have your portfolio um but also like with that change in career it also comes like a change in how we balance our life and career and I think we were saying with with freelance it like kind of becomes part of your life like really easily yeah do you feel like you have that balance in your life or 
how do you cultivate having balance or if you don't like how do you manage that stress um, yeah. like how do you find time for community or friendships or do you or what does that like look like to, you to yeah. mesh your life with your career mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely changed a lot since graduating from college yeah and oh my gosh so different yeah yeah very different mm-hmm. just a whole and I think just the age that we're at and the age that our friends are at people are in so many different stages of their life you know some people um, haven't even found the career yet that they want to go into, which is totally fine. And other people are, you know, married and it's just a whole separate thing. So I don't know. I think. Sorry, what did you say? Can you repeat the question? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, she did like a little like movement. I was like, hold on, what says? <laughs> I got so, I was thinking about, I started thinking about like graduating and like how everything has changed and I just completely forgot the question. No, 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 you're good, you're good, you're good. Um, I guess just. Like, how do you balance? Like, do you balance your life and career? Or, like, how does... Yeah. How do you, like, live your life with having such a busy career? Yes. It's a very um, timely question for me. I think that's why I, like... I was like, there's so much to cover here. Yes. Yeah. It is a huge question. It's a huge question. But it's so important. And I think... It's so difficult. And you don't have to have it all figured out, for sure. Well, it's probably... us. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably the number one thing that's been on my mind recently. Mm. Um, Just kind of reviewing my life in terms of time and time for myself, time for my work, and I am not good at it. That is probably yeah. my – because I have goals and dreams and things that I want to achieve. And it's a hard thing to balance when yeah. you have so many competing priorities and things yep. that are important in your life for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of it's, like, mindset as well because even if you have, quote, time off and you're doing mm. stuff for yourself, I think especially when you're freelancing – all of that is still in your mind. Like you can quote, you can be lying by the pool with a book, quote, relaxing, but your mind is like, okay, I need to text so-and-so. I need to edit this. I have That's eight exactly hours and 50 minutes feel. left yeah. to, you know, deadline for X, Y, and Z. It's so hard to just turn off and like, just, yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I'm definitely, that is something I struggle with for sure. And going into it, I was prepared like two, two to five years is what I was prepared to put mm. groundwork in. I was like, I'm going to give this a solid, or I guess two to three, I'm going to give this a solid two to three years of really hard work because essentially it's a small business. Right. And you got to put in, yeah. And it like might not be. first couple years. Yeah. You got to push it out. Yeah. Yeah. It might not be brick and mortar, but it's going to take, like you have to build your client base. You have to, you know, do all these things. So for sure. And I think you and I had talked previously, Maddie, um, another time about how like it's hard to put your laptop away at night. Mm, you know, the work yeah. just kind of bleeds into bleeds, the evening yep. and then that's taking away time from your family, your friends, your health. Um, and so that's something I'm really trying to work on. I'm taking a week off next week, actually. Good. I don't well, know if I'm excited that for that. That's super <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think just to like, I mean, just to speak to that and kind of encompass that like a little bit further and I think career and life, because I think, I think a lot of times, I mean, like what I hear is, especially when we're talking about like career life balance, like career starts to take a, like a negative connotation, um, mm-hmm. like over life, which in some cases is true. But I'm like, also career is important. Like that can be really important to you. Like that doesn't make it yeah. evil. Like career is not evil. Like, right. yeah. Um, but also like life's important. And it's like both of those things, you know? So like, yes, as you're like looking, I mean, like, like you said, like you're kind of like figuring out like what you want your life to look like and how you want your career to be in your life and your life in your career and mm-hmm. how like how you're putting hard work into that. Um, and I mean, you might've spoken about this a little bit, but what does it look like to you to live a good life? Like when you're thinking of like a good, and that's a huge <laughs> question, but like, what does like living a good life look like to you? And that can be like having extensive community. It could be like really loving my career um Mm -hmm. but I think that it's so easy to overlook things like when you're thinking about like life in general like what are the important priorities you think Mm -hmm. that makes a good life yeah yeah um career definitely is a huge part of it for me absolutely that's something that I've just always been really passionate about and but also family and friends is also really huge and then I would say family and friends career and health because Mm -hmm. those are like the three health I find so because I'm like Yes. I'm always been like career, and then I'm like my friends are underrated. Huge, huge yeah, priority and health is one that's big yeah. for me too. But I find that that's the easiest one to be like. Oh, I cut it first. Yeah, 100%. it's the first one. I'm like, well, would I rather hang out with my friend? Like, I won't be able to see my friends today, or would I rather yes. go to the gym or mm-hmm. eat healthy today? And I'd be like, well, I want to see my friends because I'm not gonna be able to see yeah. them. Yeah, but it's yeah. Like, how do we fit all of them? 
Yeah, because I'm also a big believer. I feel like every like a lot of times I hear people being like, pick two, or you can't have it all. And you I'm can't like, have it all. I hate that. I know. I'm like, yes, you can. I'm I like, want yes, it all. I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, it might have to look different. I always say, um, you can do, like, you can do anything, but you can't do everything, which I think is true in some yes. ways. But yeah, your anything might be your everything. If yeah. that makes sense. Like, you're obviously... I'm going to frame that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. But, like, obviously, like, you can't have someone else's dream and your dream. Right. But you can have your dream. And if your dream is your friends and your health mm-hmm. and your business, you can do it. But, like, if your dream is your friends, your career, and your health, and someone else's dream is their career, you can't do that. You can't yeah. have both. But you can do anything. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. You can do anything, but you can't do everything. I love that. But your everything might be your anything. Or your anything might be your everything. If That's that makes perfect. sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. There's um, there's think, so many, yeah, like little nuances. Yeah. yeah. Her name is, um, I think Lauren Bostick is her name. Do you know the Skinny Confidential? She's got a podcast. It sounds, yeah. But anyway, her husband, <laughs> like, do it. Sorry. <laughs> I think her, her Instagram bio at some point, I think I'm correct, it says, I want it all and I want it delivered. And I just thought that was I hilarious. Love that. I was like, absolutely. Like, exactly. people always tell you, oh, you have to really niche down. And I'm like, you no. know, yeah, yeah, pick two. Well, you might have a good social life, but then you can't have you a can't great have, career. Yeah. And you're like, what? You're or like, you can have a family, but you can't have. And I'm like, I would like it all. Yeah, and I would like it exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it always bugs me when people are like, you can't do that. I'm like, yeah, why not? I know. Like, it might be hard. Right. It, that's, it's definitely that's, hard. That goes without saying. Mm-hmm. It might be hard. And I think that's where a lot of people get hung up. Is they're yes. like, well, this is really hard work. And I'm yeah. like, well, if you want anything, it's going to be hard work. Yep. You got to put your time in. I'm like, if you want good friendships, that's going to yes. be hard work. It's not going to come easy. Yeah. That's, I think, my biggest thing is I was like, this is like a long time ago, but I was an RA in college. This is a number of years ago. And I was always, I mean, like not super frustrated. Like it wasn't like actually like a frustration, but it was just like a thing I would notice. Yeah. Is that I would notice that all the girls on my floor, the women on my floor, they would want to have these like really great times or they would want to have so much fun, like doing this thing. But they never, like, would want to show up to set things up. They would never want to show up in the awkward first 15 minutes where there's not Mm -hmm. a lot of people there and it's just uncomfortable, which we're all – I mean, I do the same thing. I'm like, I don't want to show up when it's awkward, which is fair. But I'm also like, sometimes you have to do the hard thing to have the fun afterwards. You can't – like, it's like a mix. Absolutely. you got to put the legwork in. Which is a hard pill to swallow sometimes because we don't always want to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I think but, you just have to re- consistently reevaluate, which is kind of what I've been doing yeah. recently. I think you have to, it's not something yes. you do and then you're done. You have to keep. Continually. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, I think it's like, and like you were saying earlier, it's mindset, like, mm-hmm. which is maybe not the right way. Because like, I think if you start thinking of, I mean, the way I'm thinking of it, like, might not be the right way for someone else. Because if they're thinking, oh my gosh, I have to put so much hard work into this, it might not be worth it to them. Mm-hmm. It works for me, but maybe someone else needs to think about it. Like, I have to put this F, I don't know, it's a different word than hard work might be easier for them to stomach. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's very <laughs> off the top of my head. I haven't no, thought that through, but for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I think just in my own sphere, it's been like, okay, I need to focus more on health and rest. Cause mm-hmm. I might be like success, like success defined for me. I'd be like, okay, su- being successful is being able to creatively run my own business Absolutely. and do freelancing. And, but if I have quote, gotten I'm like okay wow I feel like I'm succeeding in these areas of my life but then I'm everything else fell like okay my health's not top notch it's not where I want it to be or I don't have time to like spend with friends and family then I'm like okay we need to reevaluate I need to kind of even things yeah, out a little bit more. Yeah, because this might not be the life yeah. I'm actually wanting to live. I might be excelling yeah. in one area. But... Yeah, you got to readjust the dream a little bit. Yeah, so. no, Esther, that, oh, this is, it's so, so many good points and so many good topics of conversation. And it's so cool to just have, like, heard just about, like, how you've managed to build this amazing career. And I know that you're working with some pretty cool brands and just everything that you're doing is so cool. You inspire me well, so much you. and just like getting You inspire see... me, Maddie. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> you're out here with the podcast and a thousand <laughs> other. Every time I see you, I'm like, I'm like, all right, what are we doing now? Like it's always, and it's always done so well too. Oh, well, thank it's you. Always well, really, really well, right back at you, which I know I just said, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. And I think just to wrap up, okay, this is the question I've been asking Every yes. podcast guest as well. Um, what is something new that you've been interested in lately? So, like, what's your, like, latest obsession, I guess? And this can be food, music, Ooh. life, 
cars i don't know <laughs> so many <laughs> anything options. like what yeah if, like if there's one thing you wanted can i give you tell. two things absolutely okay <laughs> i'll you give you give one me three things oh my gosh oh my I'll gosh give, <laughs> i'll give you one like career related and one just like general life oh related. i love that okay um Perfect. career related is product photography okay i have gotten very interested in that recently i had my husband set up a like mini studio i had him i was like all right let's go to lowe's so we went to lowe's or maybe i don't know we went to some sort of hardware store. I don't remember which one. One of them. And yeah, one of them. And he. Home Depot or Lowe's. It had to I know. be right. Yeah. There's one of them that's good. I feel bad if I shout bad. out the wrong one. Not that they even care. Oh, what is it? I think it's Lowe's. Is it? Here? It is Lowe's. It's Lowe's. Yeah. They yeah. have great plants. Yeah. Anyway. We love Lowe's. We I think love Lowe's. I think Lowe's is the good one. I think there's one that's not good right now. Oh, probably. We'll, we'll focus Lowe's. on Lowe's. Anyway. The good one. This is not sponsored. She went to by the Lowe's. good one. <laughs> I went to the good one, but it's not sponsored. <laughs> anyway, he built like an indoor studio space for me. Okay. And so I just think that's a huge, first of all, it's so exciting because you don't have, it's not like you show up to a scheduled session and you have all this stuff and you're trying to work all these pieces. Like I can be in my house and have my coffee in my office, be styling things. I can spend as much time on it as I want to get it absolutely no perfect. breathing over your shoulder. Yeah. It's not yeah. like, okay, you have a 45 minute session. Like let's work this. It's I can get it absolutely perfect in how I want to. Yeah, and there's, I mean, think about e-commerce. Product photography is, you know, Amazon, every Amazon product photo has been taken by someone. So, yeah. Interesting. I would never would have thought about that. Yeah, it's huge. I feel like my my whole world (laughs) vision is exploding right now. I mean, there's some Photoshop in there, but. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So that's a reason, interest of mine, definitely a lot to learn in terms of like artificial lighting and moving into that side of things, but. That's one career related, and then personal related. I've gotten back to reading a lot. <gasps> Me too. Was, okay, we need it to makes my heart so happy. What have you read recently? Oh gosh. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> you don't have to tell us if it's embarrassing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I used to read a ton of like, I don't know, philosophy books, theology books, like, um, oh gosh, I don't even know, art books. I don't know, just like deeper stuff. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Or even like fiction, but like yeah. the, you know, like the fiction where you have to like really you have get to, like, into relate. it. That's yeah. so impressive. And now, now, now that I've gone back into reading, I just like really want light, fluffy have fun. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But it's so relaxing. Yeah. I love it, honestly. Oh, it's so, that's so fun. Okay. Yeah. Have you read, okay, I just Don't finished... ask me any authors. I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just finished this book series. I don't know if you'd like it or not, but mm-hmm. I love, really enjoyed it. Um, it was called Dance of Thieves. I have not heard of okay, that. Okay, super well, good. Let me put it to my phone yeah, right now. add it to your list. Um, What's like the genre? It's okay. So it's actually not a genre I oh. typically read. Okay. Um, but I was at the bookstore the other day and I couldn't find anything. I will say I'm oh, a proud bookstores. book cover judger. I will. Oh, hundred percent. I will. If it's a stupid cover, I will not then be it's reading a stupid it. Book. Then it's, <laughs> I'm like, if someone read this book and thought this cover makes sense, then I'm like... Their judgment is instantly on the chopping block. Instantly awful. Yeah. Um, Which does make me really nervous for... Because I I don't know. um, So I've, like, written a book. It hasn't, like, been published or anything. But hopefully hopefully someday. Just make me nervous. Future bestseller. Yeah, hopefully. It does make me nervous, though, for, like, my cover. Because I'm like, people are going to... Oh, gosh. Um, But super good. It's about... I guess it's a romance, kind of. It's like a fantasy Those romance. Are the best. I know. It's the best. And it's like, it's the enemies to lovers trope. Or troop. Do you say a trope? I've never said it out loud. I, I just haven't read either. it. I'm just... <laughs> it's a classic, though. Yeah. yeah it's, it's that whole yeah, idea. I think that's um, right. It's very good. Um, it is long, but that's it's very good. good. Those That's like a duology. And then the other book that I... I mean, I read this last year, but I've read it like twice since then, and I... Also, another genre I don't usually read. Mm-hmm. I've been reading a lot of weird genres lately. It's but fun, though. it's okay. The genre is fiction, um, realistic fiction, Russian historical drama. Oh wow! Yeah, that's very specific. It's very specific. It's very not what I would have usually picked up. But it's by um, oh my gosh, I'm gonna butcher his name too. I'm so sorry if he's. I mean, not that he'd be listening to this. <laughs> oh, he's gonna listen um, to, this. to the Gen Z girlies. That yes. He's like a man in his sixties or something. Oh my gosh. Um, Amor Towels, Towels, T O W L E S. Um, okay. He's written a couple of really popular books recently, mm-hmm. um, like within like the last eight, six years or something. But it's called A Gentleman in Moscow. Wait, I've heard of that. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it, yep. I've, I might have brought it up to you before, too. Um, it's probably in my, it's probably already in my okay. list. Yeah. If you want a copy, I have three. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. It is so slow. So slow. But the character development and, like, it's just, I loved it. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite books I've ever 
Wow. Red. Um, yeah, you, I, that is on my list, I promise. Yeah, you did tell me about it. It's so yeah. good. Um, anyways, sorry to totally jump on your reading point, but no, I've loved I love those two it. books recently. So, yeah. yeah. It's been so good. Yeah, yeah, I have a couple on my nightstand. Um, also, I really love like self help books. Those are just oh like, classic. You know, Esther, I love those. I think we need to have a podcast episode where we just, just book reviews. Yeah, and we would just talk about things I that would, we're interested in. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, who cares about career? Sure. Who cares about healthy life? <laughs> but I think it all plays in. It does. It really all plays I'm in. I'm like, yeah, we're talking about healthy life. This is what we do yeah. in our like free time yeah yep. no absolutely that's part of my okay we're gonna take a break from like, you know I, have to, I need to be all be stressed yeah. I need to do something else yeah I'm um, on ebooks now too oh so. I love that <laughs> endless ebooks <laughs> endless ebooks and they're so much cheaper too mm-hmm. um well thank you so much Esther for joining us today thank you yeah for as we're me. as we're just like wrapping up and leaving do you have any where can our listeners connect with you if they're interested in getting in contact or seeing your work where are the best sites handles websites yes projects <laughs> where can they There's find a you lot. instagram is probably the number one place okay. where i'm still okay. at i just love it um my handle is esther ellen and ellen is e-l-l-y-n okay dot photo you can also follow my personal because it has a ton of art on it just kind of just my creative life behind everything that. that's yeah. just esther ellen so okay. they kind of all you know they you'll, go together you'll find one if you go to you'll the other find one. one or the other yeah. and it'll send yeah. you to the other okay yeah and then my website is estherellen.com and that's if you want to get in contact about any sort of creative Perfect. collaboration or project so oh awesome well esther thank you again so much for just being on the show i know that like thank you Maddie. yeah i think i mean anyone's going to find this helpful but especially if there's anyone who's like looking to get into freelance mm-hmm. or photography i mean i would have killed to just have been able to like heard from someone that was doing it and going through it. But yeah, um, yeah thanks so much again. And for those of you who are in the audience and listening, um, like always, if you want to get in contact with us or stay plugged in on future episodes um, and just what's happening in the Gen Z girlies ecosystem world, you can follow us on, I think we have a I mean, I don't think we have. We have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, and we have a TikTok. It's at Gen Z Girlies Podcast. You can follow us on all of those. You'll stay up to date, um, updated on there. You'll see future podcast guests, what's going on behind the scenes, um, all kinds of things that you can find on there. And then we are always looking for more Gen Z girlies um, to interview who are doing really cool things in the world. So if you're interested, even if you don't know, I guess just, yeah, if you're doing anything, please reach out to us. Our Gmail is genzgirliespodcast at gmail.com. Super easy. Gen Z Girlies podcast. And then just that's the handle for everything. And then just, you know, find that on anything. We love consistency. We love consistency. Yeah. So feel free just to shoot us an email. And we'd love to set a time to just chat and see um, what you're doing and hear about your life. But we're so glad that you're part of the Gen Z Girlies ecosystem and love that you're listening and that you've made the time in your life for this and yeah feel free to give us a review too if you're interested i mean just do all the things but we make this for you so if you have any thoughts on what you want or feedback you can also email us unless it's mean and then (laughs) (laughs) but you can just you can just refrain from that um feedback is good uh, well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All you, press is good press. If you write it really nicely and yeah. send me a Starbucks gift card, then you, you can go. send something mean. Absolutely. Only accompanied by gift cards. Only accompanied by gift cards. But um, again, Esther, thank you so much for being with us. And um, yeah, of course. And this is Maddie Baldwin and Esther yes. signing off for the Gen Z Girlies podcast. Until next time. Can I add a little note? Oh, yeah. I remembered the thing. Oh, what is it? What is it? <laughs> it's fail to plan, plan to fail. I love that. So that's my my party remembered that. Okay, perfect. (laughs) And now this is us signing off.